We've all been there. That discussion that you want to have, that you need to have, whether it's politics, societal norms, or the intrinsic value of Moose Tracks ice cream, you want to discuss it. You want to explore it with friends, with family, or the person in front of you at the ice cream stand. You want a debate, an honest-to-goodness discussion with facts, explanations of why those facts are important, and the impact of the topic on the world. Or, okay, your ice cream choice. You want a debate. Debate often has a bad smell to it. In the United States, we have these abominations called presidential debates, which are nothing more than people slinging sound bites at each other for the media. Then we have the current social media debate, which appears to focus on insults and accusations. Whatever happened to civil discussions? Have we lost the ability to have them? Today on Toastmasters 101, we're going to talk about the increasing need for the ability to communicate with discussions where people don't agree, and the exciting rise of Toastmasters grassroots community clubs to discover the power of debate. Do you want to find your voice and change the world? Then Toastmasters is for you. In one hour a week, we can teach you how to develop your public speaking skills and your leadership skills to have an impact on the world. This is Toastmasters 101. I'm your host, Kim Cradgy. Let's start out by saying Moose Tracks ice cream is a flavor that's in our area. I have no idea if you're familiar with it. Locally, it has fudge swirled into vanilla ice cream with peanut butter and chocolate candies mixed in. For me, that's one too many ingredients. I don't disapprove of people eating it, but I kind of not sure why people like it. It's not a very debatable topic. Discuss, yes. And certainly we can agree to disagree if that's good ice cream. People can disagree. People will disagree. It is the nature of human nature and free will. People can disagree about almost everything. And it's not just about matters of taste. I may believe that a certain policy will achieve a specific goal. That does not mean I get to assume that the person who disagrees with me in that policy is evil or bad or doesn't deserve respect. So let's define some terms. That's a debate joke. You'll get it in a minute. I like the American Heritage Dictionary's definition. Discussion is a consideration of a subject by a group, an earnest conversation. I think that a discussion allows each participant to free range around a topic, to look at the topic from several different perspectives, and to concede the other's points when we come to an agreement. That doesn't mean that a discussion is going to end with agreement. I want to make it clear. I don't see disagreement as a bad thing. I see it as a human thing. It's how we treat each other in these discussions that can make a disagreement offensive or hurtful. I believe that people of goodwill can look at a topic and have few or no points of agreement and both be good people who want to see a good solution for a problem. For example, last week my son and daughter-in-law were removing the deck from the back of their house that they had purchased just last fall. As we dug out the supporting posts and the concrete foundation blocks, we left 30 big holes in the ground. One person wanted to go get fill dirt right away to protect people from breaking legs or breaking ankles by stepping in them. 
Another person pointed out that they intend to build a patio and they'll have to remove significant amount of dirt to do that, so buying dirt seems unnecessary. I personally like the idea of throwing buckets over the holes for now. They'd be very visible that way. Another suggestion was to put sticks with flags on them to help people know where the dangers lie. Were any of us wrong? No, none of us were. Our discussion ended with the decision that the homeowners were happy with. They dug up dirt from where they're going to be laying the patio and filled the holes the next day. Debate is different from a discussion. According to the AmericanHeritageDictionary.com, debate means to engage in an argument by discussing opposing points, to engage in a formal discussion or argument. That may be where debate gets the negative connotation, and I get it because in a true formal debate, each side must defend their stand absolutely without any concession to the other side. It may look acrimonious. It can look defensive and ugly. A debate feels like it's vicious and attacking. It can look personal and soul-crushing. It can also be an incredibly valuable tool to help us understand critical issues. So let's take a technical look at a debate. First of all, it's a formal engagement. I don't think we often have true debates randomly. We may have arguments. We may have discussions. But a debate isn't usually something that we see on the street. I agree that sometimes there are spontaneous debates in situations, but I think the word is abused there. Like presidential debates, those aren't debates. Those are posturing for the media. Debates start by making clear what the topic is and what it isn't. That's why definitions are so important. Making sure that it's clear what a debate is and what it is about, it establishes the parameters of the debate and keeps it on point. If you're talking about filling holes, you're not talking about dinner or the nature of the universe. It keeps you focused and on topic. Second, a debate is focused on a resolution. A resolution is a statement that makes clear what we're talking about. It poses a question. It presents us with a choice. It gives us the opportunity for persuasive speaking, using logic and facts as the primary material. This isn't to say that emotion and character aren't parts of the discussion, especially on fraught topics that generate ill will or fear. The point of focus in a debate is that resolution. There will be two sides. One side is called the affirmative, the other side is called the negative, or the af and the neg, or the pro or the con. Potato, potato. The point is that there are two sides. A discussion can have multiple perspectives presented. In debate, the affirmative always agrees with resolution. The other side takes an opposing view. For example, the backyard holes. If the resolution is, the holes in the backyard require mom to go to the store and buy fill dirt, then that's what AF has to defend, all parts of it, including mom going to buy the dirt. Neg, on the other hand, has the world to draw on to fight against the resolution. Neg can contend that dad should go. They can contend that nothing should be done. They can contend that filling the holes with pizza is a better choice. That's the key difference between a debate and a discussion. In one, we're locked into specific rules and you never concede an inch to your opponent. In the other, as a less formal and hopefully good-natured way, you can change your mind. It's this difference that gives debate its bad name. That 
and bad debaters. When we enter a debate, we have to be able to explain what our position is and why our position is the best one. When a debater doesn't do that, it devolves into name-calling, questioning the ethics of another speaker, or downright cheating. That's when debate looks ugly and unproductive, which is horrible, because when done right, debates are fun. I have a copy of the handbook about debate from Toastmasters that I bought years ago. I was working as a debate coach, and I purchased it thinking I would learn a lot about debate from it. Unfortunately, at the time, it didn't help me very much because I was working in a very specific category of high school debate, and the book was too general. But I always wanted to see more Toastmasters debate because sometimes, very rarely, I'd see a table topics challenge that is a debate. The very first Toastmasters meeting I attended, the table topics leader pulled a tomato out of a bag and put the challenge in front of the volunteers to debate whether a tomato is a fruit or a vegetable. This is not the type of debate I was used to, but I was up for the challenge. This is the other common kind of debate, one thing versus another. For example, bikes versus cars, houses versus apartments, mountains versus beaches, socialism versus capitalism. Not a really clear resolution, but it can often be restructured into one. Tomatoes are a fruit. And that's where the debate begins. Maybe five years ago, a club in District 10 decided to try debates. I attended, and I thought it was great. The club didn't. The debates took time away from them, completing their speeches toward their education awards, and the debate program was scrapped. A couple years ago, I heard that there was a club in the Middle East that focused on debate, and I wanted to attend. Then the pandemic hit, and every club moved to online meetings. And I found out that there are Toastmasters who are doing debate. I didn't know about them before because we didn't have any way to find them and attend. With everything now online, I found out about a startup club in Texas that wants to focus on debate. Then they told me about two clubs in New York City that have annual debate between the two clubs and two more on the western coast of the United States. It looks like debate clubs are springing up all over the place. And now I can attend them. Why do I want you to check out a debate club? Right now, it's hard to have a civil discussion because we are in a volatile position. Communication skills are critical. If you want to change the world, you have to be able to communicate your vision. You have to be able to do it persuasively. And at its core, that's what Toastmasters is about. Communication skills. Learning how to debate Essentially, how to defend your point effectively is key to communication. That people are starting Toastmasters Club that focus on debate, this is a clear indication that I'm not the only one who sees that being able to debate effectively and persuasively is important. That we want to have conversations that don't become shouting matches because there is no communication. Where the end goal isn't to grind your opponent into the ground but to understand them and help them understand you. I hear that there's a path being submitted to Toastmasters International focusing on debate. I want it. I want it now. In the end, the main reason to join a Toastmasters club is that you, that we all need to improve our ability to communicate with logic, with emotion, and without crushing our opponents with insults and insinuations that they're bad and evil people. 
to be able to respectfully discuss and disagree is what we all need. That's why you should check out a Toastmasters Debate Club. You'll learn the skills and you will have fun doing it. Debating is fun, but debating isn't easy. It requires preparation and an understanding of both sides of the topics. And there's the superpower of debate. This is how good debaters win. They know what the arguments are on the other side and they prepare for them. At its core, that is how to be persuasive, to know the opposition's position. In sales, it's the ability to show why one should make a purchase before the reasons not to have even been brought up. Inspirational speeches use ethos, logos, and pathos to create memorable and effective speeches. Debate hones those skills. It improves your message. Debates are work, but they yield results. Right now, I invite Toastmasters clubs who are doing debates to send me a note so I can add them to the list in my show notes. I'll add a link to your Toastmasters.org Find a Club page to help others discover how much fun debate can be and that anyone can learn how to do it. You know someone who needs to hear this podcast. How about you tell them about Toastmasters 101 podcast this week? Toastmasters 101 is a podcast production of Toastmasters District 10. Our music is from incompetech.filmmusic.io. We'll see you next time on Toastmasters 101.